Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But we have a sermon that we preach on, uh, based on the, the foundational scripture that, that, that's in the book of Isaiah, and I don't know exactly which verse it is. I thought I would remember, but I have forgotten it again. But it's there. But I, I'll quote it to you. When you get home, if you want to look it up, you may do that. Where Isaiah was talking about the greatness of God. And he said that he would declare the end from the beginning. Uh, is not he that declareth the end from the beginning. In other words, God is saying with that one verse... I will tell you how things are going to end by the way they began. You know the scriptures, is Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever? All right. Then is the, is the end going to be different than the beginning? See, he's the word made flesh. Huh? And whatever he done in the beginning, however he dealt with mankind in the beginning, what's the begin, beginning of the church age or the beginning of mankind or the beginning of time, that's exactly the same way he's going to deal with mankind in the end. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm the Lord and I change not. Now, I hope I don't waste this sermon on you. You know, I, I keep trying to tell you as, as, as I come to this tent that the Bible says don't give that which is holy to a dog. I hope I ain't got no dogs here tonight. And he said, and don't cast your pearls before swine because what's precious to you they will destroy. We have done that in America, you know. We have started to preach. Uh, uh, well, you find yourself over here too, brother. How you doing? You better hurry up now. I'm getting ready to preach now. Get yourself in your place. You know you black folks supposed to stay in your place. Now, let me go through this one more time. Because you know what I'm going to preach on tonight? I'm going to preach on the secret rapture. Does the Bible teach a secret rapture? Jimmy Swagger teaches there's one. The Assembly of God says there's one. Billy Graham says there's one. The Church of God says there's one. The Pentecostal Holiness says there's a secret rapture. It must be right. Right? All of those guys teaching it. It's got to be right. Sure, it's got to be right because they teach it. And most Christians believe it. So it's got to be right. Right? A good sign is wrong. Now, it's an amazing thing that, uh, that the people of God accept something that is taught even though the scriptures can refute it quickly. For instance, the other night I was here, and I, was, uh, I, had, I had a book that was given to me uh, where Jimmy Swaggart is fighting the oneness church. You know, you know, there's a big fight going on in America, whether you want to admit it or not. The oneness people are fighting the Trinitarians, and the Trinitarians fight the oneness. Does anybody know anything about that? Some of you don't know a thing about it. No, I guess you got your own little fight going someplace else. <laughs> Most Christians are fighting something, you know, and usually they're fighting another Christian on something. Oh, yeah. Don't, 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 listen, let me tell you something, people. You're not coming to listen to a dummy. This, this is not a dummy up here. 
I promise you that. I've been across this nation and around the world. I've been in every church that you can think of and many you don't even know about. I've heard about every damnable doctrine promoted. I am well schooled in what I've been trained to do for this last day church. I will not become a part of anything going on out there in the name of religion because none of it represents God. None of it. It is all apostate. And I'm telling you, the Christians are fighting each other around America. They're not fighting the devil. For instance, they fight abortion. What do you want to fight abortion for? Abortion is not the problem. It's the immorality that's the problem. And most of our churches are full of immorality. Even our Pentecostal churches have fornications on every side. Come on, you, you can sit all you want to say. Huh? Lust everywhere. We won't deal with that, though. That immoral, ungodly, promiscuous, sexual, lustful pleasure that's permitting in almost every church you see. That's the cause. We won't deal with the sin. See? That's why I say what's wrong with Jimmy Swaggart. You know, he'll preach about abortion and homosexual in the Catholic Church, and then sitting right on in front of him, he'll have 18, 20,000 Jezebels. And he won't speak against any of their sin. God said, if the abortionists will humble themselves. Isn't that what he said? No, he didn't. That ain't what he said. He said, if the homosexual will humble themselves. Isn't that what he said? No, that ain't what he said. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, I quote that scripture so much, I wonder how it takes us so long to understand what, what God's saying. He puts the whole blame on the trouble in the whole world on the church. That's where he puts all the trouble, brother, on the church. And then he uses terms like, turn from their wicked way. My people turn from their wicked way. Huh? Let us cleanse ourselves, he says. Us Christians, let us cleanse ourselves. We're trying to cleanse everybody else. He said, let us cleanse ourselves from the filthiness of our flesh. Filthiness. Filthiness. You know, we, we were downtown today and we were driving Brother Billy's truck. And I'll give you an illustration. He got that big sign out there, Jesus saves, on the front of that truck. Well, we, we were coming out of the parking lot. We weren't doing, we weren't bothering anybody. I was just getting ready to come out on the road. And some lady's walking by with two little kids. And she saw that sign and you would have thought the devil jumped in her. She went up, she said, I know Jesus might say, but you better put that little baby in a car seat. And while she was there fussing her, her, her two little kids were running on the sidewalk. At any moment, they could have dashed out in the middle of the road and got killed. And of course, she probably lives in a home where there's television, which will damn her kid before they're seven. Any home that's got television, then you're going to damn your family, you know. Yeah, you're going to damn your home. You're going to damn it. You're going to pollute it. Filthiness of the flesh. It, it has nothing to do with the spirit. Television don't build the spirit. It's, it's a fleshly thing. It has nothing to do with, with spiritual things. Nothing, nothing. Absolutely, positively nothing. But we don't get rid of them television now. No, sir, we'll hang on to them like the drunk will on his bottle. Quiet, isn't it? Well, let me get back to what I was talking about before I get you all upset with me. Jimmy Swagger, because he's on television and he, he belongs to the Assemblies of God, he has to adhere to the teaching of the Assemblies of God. And the teaching of the Assemblies of God is Trinitarian. Three persons in the Godhead. Now, have you ever heard that phrase? Is it a biblical phrase? Do you find it in the Bible? Do you find in the Bible the word Trinity? No. The meaning of the word Trinity is found in the Bible. Three in one. Three in one. 
It does not say one in three. Trinity is not one in three. It's three in one. You can't, if you turn around, it's not Trinity no more. It's not one in three. It's three in one. That's the meaning of Trinity. See? So they say, so they turn it around and say, it's one in three. One God, three persons. That's not, the Bible don't teach that. The Bible don't teach that. The Bible don't teach God three persons. Don't, it, doesn't, it doesn't teach God one person. It says God is a spirit. And the only person of God that you see, or ever will see, is Jesus Christ. He was the express image of God's personage. He's, and when you get to heaven, the only, the only God you're going to see is Jesus. Because he's the only expressed image of God's personage. But now Jimmy Swaggett and all Roberts and the Shemans of God say there's a trinity. Or one in three. Not three in one. You are a trinity. I've gone through this a thousand times. You are a trinity. You are made in God's own likeness and God's own image. You're just one person. Just one. But you are three manifestations of you. Three things that reveal himself in you. That's the spirit, body, and soul. Come on. Three. three. But you are not three in one. Or one in three. Come on. There's not three of you. Just one of you. There's not three gods. Just one God. Just one God. But you see how they take the word trinity now and they just twist it around? And they teach God in three persons. Blessed Trinity. It was taught by the Catholic Church. And I know now, the Lord showed me last night why that is such a damnable teaching. Because you see, the devil is going to try to mimic Jesus Christ. And he cannot be three in one. Because he's a created being. He cannot be a Trinity. Satan cannot be three in one. Because he is not like God. See, so therefore he makes his, he makes, he, he changed it to one and three. And he's going to have a false prophet, an antichrist, and a false spirit. Come on. Come on. But they'll all be different because he cannot be one. He don't have the capability of being one, so he created Trinity to camouflage his, his approach to mankind. I just gave you a powerful revelation right there. I really did, folk. I really did. I gave you a real powerful revelation. Satan cannot, cannot become one like God. He is not God. He's trying to be God, but he, he is not God. So he creates his own trinity. He cannot be three in one. Come on. So he turns around and says, we'll be one in three. And then he added Mary on. Then Peter on. Next thing you know, you got 24,000 gods out here, all in the name of one God. Holy Mary, Mother of God, St. Peter, St. Jude, St. John. Pray for them all. Come on, huh? Keep on adding more gods until you got one that satisfies you. Sound like the Hindu religion. Now I want to show you how dumb Jimmy Swaggart is. I'll show you how dumb he is. Jimmy Swaggart was trying to do away with the oneness doctrine or the oneness of God. See, when you're going to teach three persons, then you've got to find some way to explain your, your damnable teaching. So he's trying to do away with the oneness of God. You understand what I'm saying to you? Huh? So he, and he's talking about the name of God. Now, you know what God said to you? God said when you come, you know, Jehovah Witness come to me and say, well, you ought to call God Jehovah. I said, no. No. God said, when you call me, call me Jesus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's what God said. God himself has highly exalted him, Jesus, and gave him a name which is above every name. Even the name Jehovah. Even the name Jehovah. Come on. Jehovah God is a wonderful name, but, but Jesus is even above Jehovah. Come on, people. Come on. Come on. You can't come to the Father except through Jesus. Come on. Huh? Come on. That, that's the name that God said when you call me, call me Jesus. That's what he said when you call me. Huh? See? But you see, uh, the, 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 the Trinitarians, they fuss with the oneness, the ones with... So Brother Swagger says why God has many different names. And he said, did, he, did the Bible say his name should be called Wonderful? Counselor? Mighty God? Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Yeah, yeah. The name of God is wonderful. Jesus is wonderful. That's the name. Jesus is a mighty counselor. Come on, you don't call mighty counselor. You just, he's a mighty counselor. He's a mighty God, the only God. Come on, huh? He, of his kingdom, there shall be no end. His name is not wonderful. You're listening to the Overcomer Ministry in Walterboro, South Carolina. It's just a wonderful name. His name is not Counselor. It's just that Jesus is a Counselor. His name is not God. It's just that He's a mighty God. Oh, hallelujah. But here... Oh, never mind. I, I'm, 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 never mind. Never mind. Never mind. This never mind. Let's try to teach a bunch of people some simple truth today. And, 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 you know, I get excited over things like that. Those kind of things just set my soul on fire. You know? <laughs> hallelujah. Now, the secret rapture. You know, we, we've been taught all of our life that the Lord is going to come sometime when nobody knows it and He's going to snatch people away. Two should be in a bed and one, one's going to wake up and say, Honey, oh my God, <gasps> what happened to my wife? Now I'm going to prove to you tonight emphatically that that is not Bible. It's not a Bible doctrine. It's not a Bible doctrine. First of all, people say when Jesus comes, we're going back to heaven with him. That's not Bible either. The meek shall inherit heaven. What? 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 Say, say it loud. Then why would we go back to heaven? I just take one scripture and just knock out a whole bunch of junk. Just, just one scripture. Just knock out a whole bunch of junk. Just like that. Now, I'm going to read an account of what we call the rapture. It's found in 1 Thessalonians. I believe it is. I'm going to get squared away here tonight. You all just be careful. I'm going to have myself a good time and, and, and enjoy myself. All right? I like to preach about this. It's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. We're going to read an account of the rapture. I want you to notice how Jesus comes and takes us all back to heaven. Okay? Because that's what they teach us, don't they? Do they or don't they? Don't they or do they? Do they or don't they? Don't they or do they? 
And some of us believe it, too, because we never question them. Never question them. Now we're going to read an account of the rapture. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 13. And it's an amazing thing they tell you that we're not going to know when it's going to take place. Isn't that correct? Isn't that correct? And yet the very first thing Paul says here is, I would not have you ignorant. He doesn't want to tell you something so you know something's going to happen. Well, right off the bat, he said, now look, the reason I'm writing is because I don't want you to, I don't want you to be ignorant. I want you to know. And everybody said, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And Paul says, that's the reason I'm writing this so you know. But right off the bat, right off the bat, Paul says, he says, but I would not have you ignorant brethren concerning them which are asleep. See, they were concerned about the rapture. Is the rapture going to take place and all the people who died, are they going to miss it? Where are they going to be? What's going to happen? So Paul said, let me, let me make it clear to you. Let me, let me remove the shroud. Everybody listening, say aye. For if we believe, 14th verse, that Jesus died. We believe that, don't we? And rose again. We believe that, don't we? Even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God, will God, will God bring with him. So Jesus is who? Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? He's God. He's not another God. He is God. The Almighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Lily of the Valley, the Rose of Sharon, the Honey and the Rock, the Rock of Ages, the Great I Am, the Alpha and Omega, the Beginning and the End, the Bright of the Morning Star, the Fountain of Living Water, the Fire Burning in Your Soul, Hallelujah, the Word of God. He don't represent God. He don't. He don't. He don't substitute for God. He is God. He is God. So who's coming to get you? God Himself. Is that clear? Or do, you, or do you need a Greek concordance? Maybe I ought to go back and get the Greek, huh? For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Now here is the account of the rapture. For the Lord himself shall ascend. Nobody's catching me. What, 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 what does that mean, please, ma'am? What does that mean, sir? Come down. Now, let's see if it talks about going back up, okay? We know he's going to come down. Let's find out if he's going to go back up. Because that's what they teach now. That's what they teach. Hey, you hardhead. Don't sit there with your stubborn looks on my face. You know that's what they teach, and some of you believe that junk. Come on, some of you believe it. Now, we know he's coming down. Let's find out if he goes back up. Because they teach you we're going to meet the Lord in the air and go back to heaven with them. That's what they teach. Well, now we know he's coming down, don't we? He's coming down. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. We know he's going to shout. He ain't going to come tiptoeing in, boys. He's going to wake everybody up. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. Going to wake the dead. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ain't going to be no sneaking in and go. Come on. He's coming with a shout. With the voice of an archangel. And the trump of God. Boy, he's going to blast. That sound like a secret to you? Is that the way you keep a secret? Uh, 
I ask you, my dear friends, does that sound like he's trying to do something in secret? He sure ain't going about it the right way, is he? He ought to be coming and going, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> All right, listen now. With the voice of an archangel and the dead in Christ shall rise, and then we which are alive remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord doing what? To meet the Lord doing what? What's he doing? What's he doing? Come on, my God, you ain't first graders. What's he doing? Descending. We're meeting him. He's coming down and we meet him on his way coming down. Now we stop and go back with him, right? Isn't that what it says there? Huh? Why, that's what we teach. That's what they tell us. That's what Jimmy Schwager teaches. That's what PTL used to teach. They ain't teaching nothing now, except how to get out of a mess. That's what the Assembly of God teach, the Church of God, the Pentecostal Holiness, the Pentecostal uh, 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 Congregational Holiness, the Nazarenes, the Baptists. That's what they teach. Then you wonder why I speak out against them. When they preach such a... Is this, is this a very important doctrine, the coming of Christ? And it's so distorted. In fact, if Christ don't come again, the Bible's a lie. If Christ don't come again, the Bible's a lie. Your faith is in vain. The Apostle Paul said, if there's no resurrection of the dead, our preaching's in vain, your faith is in vain. And the resurrection of the dead takes place when Christ comes. If there's no resurrection of the dead, our faith is in vain. If there's nothing to it, then the Bible's a lie. That's what Paul said. That's what Paul said. That's, boy, if I don't get some squeaking grunts out of this people here tonight... You know, if you're dead folks tonight, I'll go get a dead preacher and let him bury you. I said, let the dead bury the dead. So if you're dead, I'll go get somebody dead and let him bury you, because I ain't going to mess with the dead. Jesus said, they, they said, we're Abraham's son. God said, Abraham's dead, folk. Come on. <laughs> and I'm not the God of the dead. No, I'm not going to preach the dead folk. Squeak, grunt, moan, groan. Let me know you're alive, okay? The Lord himself should descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and the trumpet of God should sound, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then we which are alive remain should be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the, in the clouds. Next line! Next line! So shall we ever be with the Lord! Where's he going to be? And where are you going to be? I thought you were going back to heaven. I'm going to heaven, going there when I die. Christ is going to... Didn't he say, let thy will be done in earth as it's being done in heaven? Now, I'm going to go further with this, but I'll prove this point a bit further. Somebody said, but didn't Jesus say, I go to prepare a place for you? Well, now, let's look at that scripture, okay? John chapter 14. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many masters. If it were not so, I would have told you. I wouldn't tell you a lie, he says. Now, where is Jesus? Where is Jesus when he's saying that? Is he in heaven or is he on earth? Is he in heaven or is he on earth? So he's standing here on earth, right? And he's talking to the people. He says to them, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Believe in me. Because I'm God. Huh? Because I am God. Come on. Did Jesus ever prove he was God? Sure. Remember when, he, remember when they let the man down through the roof with, the, with shaking palsy? 
And he said, thy sins be forgiven thee. Remember the story. Do you know the story? Do you know it? Huh? And they said, who do you think you are forgiven sin? Only God can forgive sin. Jesus said, you got that right. He, you got that right. He said, now I'll ask you a simple question. Which is easier for God? To say, sin be forgiven or rise, take up your bed and walk. He said, so that you may know that this son of man, this son of man, has power on earth to forgive sin. In other words, that God is here. I say to the sick of the palsy, rise, take up your bed and walk. He proved he had power to forgive sins by healing the sick. Come on, people. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, it's all right. I'll get it out. Let him choke on it. My wife says, slow down. Slow down for what? This is the modern age of instant everything. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Jesus says, standing on earth now, standing here on earth, right here with his feet on the earth, right? Right here. He says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, or heaven, many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, now I'm going to go. Did he go? Where did he go? Where did he go? Boy, you are. You are. Where did he go? Well, you answered it. Don't back down now. <laughs> where did he go? He went to heaven. Is that where he's at now? That's where he's at right now. He said, but if I go, I will what? I will come. I will come. Come where? Come where? Back to earth. That where I am. Not where I was. Right, right there he tells you. I will come again to where I am. There you may be off. Where's he going to be? But brother Stair, you, 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 you mean to tell me I'm not going to see the pearly white city? I didn't say that. I didn't say you weren't going to see the pearly white city. That's the place you want to prepare. That's the New Jerusalem. Come on. And, and John said, I, I saw the holy city, the New Jerusalem, coming, coming, coming. Say it, say it, say it. Coming what? Coming what? Co not up. Not up. Didn't say he saw you going up to it. Said he saw it coming down to you. Said, I saw that holy city that New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. And Jesus said, when I come, I'll bring the reward with me. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Come on. Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah, brother. Praise the Lord. Now you behave yourself here. I don't want you breaking no chairs. <laughs> Even my brother, don't you? Him and I get along fine. Man, man drive 50, 60 miles to hear me preach. You got to be my friend. Dandable stuff that we got taught today in our churches. Don't you understand why God's loaded the bog over the church? Because they've been surviving on lies. And God won't. God, God, God is not the father of lies. Any church that builds on lies is of the devil. Because he's the father of lies. Come on, most of these churches are run by the devil. 
And now he's, he's, now he's making his claim. He's taking them over pretty well. Come on. Come on. He's taking them over pretty well. And you go in there and try to insist on the Bible, they'll, they'll make war with you. They'll kick you out. A little lady just told, wrote me a letter. She said, I've been in this church of God for years. She said, please pray for our church. She said, I can't believe what they're doing in the church of God. She said, they're just, they're, they've gone so far away, brother. She said, when I talk, they want to throw me out. I said, lady, the church of God is not God's church anymore. You're going to have to get out of it. I don't want to get on the churches. Ain't worth it. Churches. Damnable heresy being preached by people today that has no Bible for it at all. Now, secret. They say that rapture is a secret and that nobody knows when it's going to take place. Well, Jesus told us that if it was a secret, somebody knew it. And I don't have time to go find the scripture, but you'll know when I start quoting it. Jesus said, no man knows the day, nor the hour, not the angels, not even the son, but the father only. Now, what did the father know? Secret of what? Jesus said day and hour. He wasn't talking about anything but the day and hour. He said, no man knows the day and the hour. But my father knows. Now the father knows. So if it's a secret, and it's no only to the father then, right? All right. Okay. 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 Are, you, are you sure now? Who, who's the father? Is he God? Is he God the father? Is he father God? All right. Then Amos chapter 3 verse 7 says, surely the Lord God, the Lord God, the Lord God, almighty God, who knows all things, will do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Positively nothing without first revealing it to his servants, the prophets. So if it is a secret known by God the Father, he will not bring it to pass without first revealing it to his servants, the prophets. Somebody's going to know when Jesus comes, honey. Now I want to show you something. I told you when I started this message tonight that Isaiah the prophet said God declares the end from the beginning. Two times in the beginning of mankind he destroyed first the whole world, then he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. They all took place within the first few chapters of Genesis. In the beginning. In the beginning. He declared the end by what he did in the beginning. God makes, does God change? Well, so what he done in the beginning, he's going to do in the end. My God. Am I going to waste this sermon on these people, Lord? Am I going to waste this sermon on these people? Somebody tell me I'm not going to waste it. Please, 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 please somebody say, oh, I'm going to hear this thing. Come on, come on, come on, come on! I'm go God says, Isaiah says that God declares the end. In other words, he makes the end known. He, he declares it. He makes it known. He reveals the end by what he did in the beginning. Now, right in the beginning of, of the Bible, in the beginning of time, in the beginning God, not the beginning of God, the beginning of time. God's always existed. I've gone through that so many times, it's unbelievable. You know, a lot of folks think that means it's the beginning of God. A lot of folks think that means that's God's beginning. That wasn't God's beginning. God's never had a beginning. He never has an ending. That's why he said, I am the beginning and I am the ending, because he began time. And then he's going to end time. Come on, he's eternal. 
Lord God, Lord God, have mercy. Can I get anybody excited? I wish I had somebody here to preach to tonight. I, I might get this job done. And let me just tell you something a little bit about preaching, folk. When I get messages like this, you see, I didn't study this. You saw me jump up quickly and run down to the trailer, didn't you? And in just a few seconds' time, I was back with the whole thing loaded up inside of me. Now, that's how full I am of what God's Word is. Now, most preachers got to stick there and look at the Greek and the English and the dictionary. And here, it's just like fire shut up in my bone, brother. Huh? I'm not even a theologian, but I can get the truth. I've already told you some things that you haven't heard no place, and you can't refute them. You can argue all, you, all day. You can't argue with them. You can't argue with them. You might want to, but you can't argue with them. You can't do it. Now, God says, I declare the end from the beginning. The end from the beginning. So, in the very beginning, God showed us how he was going to end things. In Genesis 6 and 6, God said that I will destroy man. That's the way he began, and that's the way he's going to end. One of these days, not too far off, he is going to destroy every living, wicked person off the face of the earth. He said in the book of Genesis, the wickedness of man has come up before me. And so God is going to destroy wicked men. Wicked. Now, in Noah's day, everybody was wicked except Noah. And so God destroyed everybody except Noah and his family. And then he put a rainbow in the sky. And he made a promise with that rainbow. He said, I will never destroy mankind by water again. I will never permit water to destroy mankind again, and never will I allow mankind, all flesh, to be cut off from off the face of the earth. Does that coincide with the teaching of Jesus? Sure it does. Jesus said, except those days of the end time, except those days be shortened, there would no flesh be saved, like there was no flesh saved in Noah's day. Come on. But for the elect's sake, for the elect's sake, for the, don't worry about me falling. i got angels walking around me. Just worry about yourself. If I fall, I'll get back up again. Jesus said... Except those days be shortened, Satan would again make God out a liar and destroy all flesh. He'd like to do that. And you know, he's got the ability to do it now. With the nuclear power, with AIDS, and with famine, with presence, he can destroy everybody off the face of the earth. The only thing that's going to save the righteous and the, and the holy ones is the coming of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Praise the Lord. He said, except those days be shortened, there would no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, for the chosen, for those that have separated themselves, he said, I will shorten them days. Now, I want to ask you a question. Was the days in Noah's time a secret? The day of the flood, was it a secret? Yes, it was. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Listen to me. Listen to me now. Let's find out who's the secret to, though. Listen to me now. Listen to me. Matthew 24, verse 37. Listen close now. Are you listening? Are you listening? Matthew 24 and verse 37. Are you listening? Are you going to read with me? It'd be better if you listen because some of you folk can't read too well. Matthew 24 and verse 37. And here's the way it reads. And, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days of Noah that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and given in marriage until the day that Noah answered into the ark and knew not. See, it was a secret. 
It was a secret. They didn't know what was going on and knew not. Now, don't jump the gun. Just hold a minute. It was a secret, all right. Luke, in Luke chapter 17, in, in, in Matthew 24, it says, Knew not until the flood came and took them all away. Then in Luke chapter 17, listen close now, was it a secret? Sure it was. Listen to this. Everybody listening, say aye. Everybody's glad you're here, say praise the Lord. Everybody wants to shout a little bit, say praise the Lord again. Well, go ahead and shout. Ain't nobody here stopping you. Luke chapter 17, verse 20. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage to the day that Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. So they didn't know it was coming. Now the question was, did Noah know? That's the question. Because we are supposed to be the Noah's. Now, let me just show you something. Back in the book of Genesis, chapter 7. Book of Genesis, going back to the beginning now. He's going to declare the end from the beginning. Come on, Noah, chapter 7, verses 1. Are you listening? And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark. For thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens. The male and his female, and the beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female, and the fowls also in the air by seven, the male and the female, to, he, to, to keep seed alive upon the face of the earth. Now look at verse 4. Look at, look at verse 4. For yet seven days will I cause it to rain upon the earth. Do you have enough sense to know what God just told Noah? Get in the boat, boy, because seven days from now the rains are coming. So no one knew when to get in the boat, didn't he? Did no one know? It wasn't no secret to him, was it? How long was it no secret to Noah? No, sir, my friend, it was 120 years it was no secret to Noah. For 120 years no one knew when the flood was coming. He just didn't know the day or the hour. But he knew the flood was coming. And he knew it was coming in his lifetime. He wasn't preparing that ark for the next generation. You're preparing it for his generation. Come on. And then because he went about and obeyed God and did what God told him, then God told him when the flood was going to take place. Now, the second time of destruction was Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, God said he would never allow destruction like he did in Noah's day. So he gave us a demonstration of the kind of destruction he's going to allow in the last days. Fire. The heavens are reserved unto fire. Unto the day of judgment. Did he give us a demonstration in the beginning of fire destroying anything? Did he do it or didn't he? Boy, you hardheads, I'm telling you, you're hardheads. He destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah by fire. By fire. The cities, the cities, the cities, the cities, the cities, the cities. You think us Christians would learn our lessons and get out of these cities? He gave us a perfect example of what he's going to do. He's going to destroy New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Boston, huh? Allentown, Bethlehem. Cities, wicked cities. Going to destroy them. But we like Lot. We stay right there and vex our soul every day. Now let me ask you a question. Did anybody know God was going to do that? Abraham, 
Look at Genesis chapter 18. I, I read this tonight. Even I didn't know this was so clear. I got so excited because he showed that to me real quick down there. Genesis chapter 18, verse 16. And the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham went with them to bring them in the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? Shall I hide this from Abraham? Then he goes on and says, No, Abraham has de deserves to know. He's a man that I can trust with my secrets. He's a man that I can trust with my revelations. He's been faithful, and it wouldn't be right to hide it from Abraham. And so he went and revealed to Abraham what he was going to do. But brother, there it's secret. Yeah, but the Lord God will do nothing without first telling his prophets what he's going to do. Abraham was a prophet. Noah was a prophet. Men of God. Men who had earned God's integrity and honesty. And God would not do nothing without first telling him what he was going to do. Isaiah was a man of God. And God would tell him what he was going to do. Jeremiah was a man and God told him what he was going to do. Jonah was a mighty prophet and God told him what he was going to do. God couldn't even allow Jesus to start his ministry without first telling a prophet. And the prophet was the one who revealed Christ to the world. Christ could do nothing until the prophet began to prepare the way of the Lord. His name was John the Baptist. He only had a short ministry, but my, Jesus said he was the greatest prophet that ever lived. Why? Because he had the revelation that the king is here. The Messiah is here. Hallelujah. And one day, standing on the bank of the river, he stopped dead in his track and said, Look, there he is. Nobody else to recognize him but John. Come on. And John said, Hey, Israel, behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Lord God does nothing without first revealing it to his servants, the prophets. No wonder they want to do away with us prophets. We know too much. You see, it's knowing truth that makes you free. All across America, the Assemblies of God and the Church of God and the Trinitarians and the Oneness and all those other guys wonder, how, how does that guy keep going on? How could he be so free? He surely has to be one of us to make it. And they can't understand how I can keep on going right on without being one of them. Because I'm free from them. I'm free from their tradition. I'm free from their doctrine. I'm free from their organization. I'm free from their bidding. I don't have to please them. I can please the one who called me. Hallelujah. And preach what he tells me to preach. Free. Took God 30 years to finally get me free. But you think I'm going back into that bondage again? I'll tell you to get out of it too. You belong to an organized church, get out of it. I mean, get your name off the roll. Get out of it. Who's who going to bury me? I don't worry about being buried. Be about, worry about being resurrected. They'll find some hole to put you in. By the time you die, they may not have no more grave space. They're running out of space anyhow. Come on, folk. Why should you Christians keep holding insurance policies to thousands of dollars to bury you? 
You ought to get rid of the policies and put in the kingdom of God and prepare for a resurrection and quit worrying about a burial. All the money you Christians wasting on insurance policies, shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you! Because you want to get a decent burial. Huh, so folk can weep and cry over you. Mama was a good mama. I'd teach him a lesson. I'd die without any insurance. Let them bury me. <laughs> I'd teach him a lesson. <laughs> I'd have my will. Gave everything to God. <laughs> you get nothing. <laughs> Won't that be wonderful, brother? <laughs> oh, boy, I wish I had the money Christians are paying our insurance policy, brother. Huh? I mean, every Christian that I know, most of them expect to get sick. Sure. They got a policy to cover it. They gave up the old rugged cross and got blue cross. They gave up, gave up the <laughs> shield of faith and got blue shield. They gave up blessed assurance for health insurance. Hello. Secrets. Daniel chapter 2. Listen to this. Daniel chapter 2. Everybody's mad at me. Say amen. Boy, am I getting by pretty good here tonight. Nobody mad at me yet. All right. Aren't you glad you came to church? Well, I don't preach the whole sermon already. I can quit now and go home and go to bed. Why not? Oh, I see. You might have to transform your whole thinking, brother, hanging around me. And when you go back to your church and tell them this, they're going to throw you out. That's good. Wonderful, God. We got another volunteer, Lord. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Huh? Yeah, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Daniel chapter 2. Would you, would you, would you uh, agree with me that, that the book of Daniel is an end-time book? Huh? Everything in the book of Daniel was written for this day in which we're living in. Everything. Seal up the sayings of this book, Daniel, until the time of the end. Are we living in the time of the end? Well, then the book of Daniel wasn't written for the Jews. It's written for those who are serving Christ in the time of the end. Now look at this. Daniel chapter 2, and I'm going to read from... Uh, oh, praise the Lord. Verse 18. That they would desire, let me see, am I reading the right scripture here, Lord? That they would desire mercies of the Lord of heaven concerning this secret. That Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Now listen to this. The king has received a revelation from God, but he don't know what's happening. And now he has pronounced judgment upon all the wise men. Unless somebody can reveal this secret, I'll kill you all. And Daniel was one of the wise men. Are we supposed to be wise men? The beginning of the Lord is the fear. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Is the beginning of wisdom? We're supposed to be wise, aren't we? Huh? So Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were part of the king's wise men. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And when he went to the astrologers, the horoscope readers, the fortune tellers, the soothsayers, none of them had the answer. And the king was mad. See, the world today is looking for some answers. When they go to the Catholic Church, to the Jimmy Swaggarts, to the Lutherans, to the Methodists, to the Presbyterians, to the ECs, to the CGs, GCs, BBs, DDs, LLDs, they can't find the answer. The world's getting mad now. The world's getting, getting ready to kill all religionists. Religion has caused so much trouble around the world, they're getting tired of religion. Every country is ripped across by religion. Every country. Every society is just ripped apart by religion. Do you hear me? The world is getting tired of this so-called religion that's supposed to be the answer to human problems. That hypocrite pope. Almost every country that the Catholic Church rules in, they're in poverty. And so they're going to say, we're going to get rid of all of these religions. Come on. And now they come to Daniel, who is in jeopardy of being destroyed with the rest of the wise men. And they say, Daniel, unless you can reveal this secret, you die like the rest of them. Churches in America are going to die with the religion. Because they won't accept the secret of God's revelation. They don't want to believe we're living in the end time. They don't want to pay the price. They don't want to change their lifestyle. They love this world. Jesus is coming, ladies and gentlemen. What else have you got that's more important than that? Your future, you ain't got one. Your home, it's going to be taken away from you. Your life, they're going to kill you. Your money, they're going to take it away from you. And still you hold on to it. Yeah, even some of you, you wise guys. And we're in jeopardy of losing everything. This nation more than any other nation. Everything we got near and dear to us is going to be taken away from us. And very soon. The only thing they can't take from you is faith in God. And most of you have given up your faith for everything else. Apostle Paul said the life that I live is I live it by the faith of God. You know how I know enough of God's word to survive? David said, I'll hide your word in my heart. I'll hide it there. So I won't sin against you. So I won't finally turn against you. He wasn't talking about just ordinary sin. He was talking about, I'll get God's word so much in my heart that I won't finally turn against God. 
This nation's turning against God knowing the Bible. They've got they know the Bible. They can quote it. They're still turning against God. They don't because they don't believe the Bible. They don't believe God. They don't believe the Word. Boy, you get that Word inside of you. It's like a rock in a weary land. Yeah, it's a fountain of light in the darkest night. Glory be to God. That Word. But who knows? It's been distorted, twisted, warped, rest until God's people walk in confusion today. And a man gets up and preaches God's word and about floors him. By his stripes, I am healed. I had a little girl one time and I was teaching her at home. A little girl, she's big now, but she's a little girl. And she used to memorize the two times table. And she just made me so proud of her because I could stick her up anywhere and say, Come on, honey. I say, Look how good my little girl is learning. And I say, come on, honey, quote the two times table. And boy, she would stand right up there. And she would say, well, two times one is two. Two times two is four. Two times three is six. And she'd go right on down the line without a mishap. And I thought she knew the two times table. I thought she knew the two times table. I thought she knew the two times table. So one night I said to her, tell these people how much two times six is, honey. Uh, 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 she didn't know. See, she had memorized the two times table. She didn't know it. She just had memorized it. And that's what we've done with the scriptures. We've just memorized them. We don't know them. See, brother Rick over there, bless his heart, I got to work on him again. He can tell you straight out, by his stripes I am healed. He knows that verse of scripture. He memorized it. He quoted a thousand times. He just don't know it. Are you healed, Rick? Uh, 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 my blood sugar's uh, uh. He knows it. The truth will make him free. If somebody tells you truth, and you believe it to be truth, would you accept the lie? No. Amen. But that's what we've done in this generation. Let them take the truth of God and turn it into a lie. Boy, I'm preaching good tonight. I'm glad you came, brother. I, I, I need it's your shining bald head. <laughs> Daniel! The king's chamberlain came and said, Sir, they want to know about the secret. And if you don't tell them, Daniel and his fellow servants should not perish. If you can tell us a secret, you'll be left off the hook. You won't perish. These Christians who are expecting a pre-tribulation rapture are going to perish. They're going to perish. They're going to give up on God when all of a sudden they've got to be kicked around and put in prison and go without. They're going to give up on God. They're going to deny the faith. They're going to perish. I'm trying to avoid that tonight by revealing the secret to you. Wise man. <laughs> Mm. Look at this. Look at this. Let's go on then. 
Then was the secret revealed unto who? Who was Daniel? A prophet. The Lord God revealed his secret to the prophet. You better thank God for a prophet like me. Not too many of us around. A lot of little pimpsqueaks running around there, prophets, but all they preach is healing and salvation. I preach revelation. Ha! Come on, folks. Yeah, bless God forever. Hallelujah! You know, when I get to preaching like this, I can't see how anybody can stay sick. Just this kind of message alone makes my whole body start feeling better. Just this kind of message. Look, 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 look. Even Rick's feeling better. He was about ready to die over there. Look at the His face starting to shine now. He might make it through the night. Somebody say amen. Yeah, the Bible said his words are spirit and they are life. Well, I might even have this brother running the aisles here. He'll shake this place up. I'll promise you that. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> then was the secret revealed unto Daniel when? In a night vision. When is God going to reveal the day and the hour? In the night. When the night comes when no man works and everybody's wondering what's going to happen in that midnight hour when it looks like the church is going to be wiped out when they're going to kill all wise men. The man of God is going to get the revelation of the day and the hour and we're going to know it. Hallelujah. And we're going to hold out. Hallelujah. In the night vision. In the night vision. In the night vision. In the night when no man else can work and God is going to reveal it. And who's he going to reveal it on to? His servants, the prophets. Better stay close to me. Don't, don't, don't get too far off from me. And if you do, make sure you find another prophet to get close to. He ain't going to reveal it to the pastors. Not going to reveal it to the apostles. Not to the teachers, not to the evangelists, to his servants, the hated ones, the ones who took all the flack, the ones who've been despised and rejected because they were different. God's going to give them the secret. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. That's all right, folks. I was just getting recharged. That's all I was doing. Somebody said, you're speaking in unknown tongues. Yeah, the Bible said, he that speaks in unknown tongues edifies himself. So I just got recharged. That's all I did. Just got to recharge. Hallelujah. I believe I could run through a troop and leap over a wall. I believe I could whip a whole cow pen full of devils right now. Somebody save me. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Aren't you feeling strong? Aren't you feeling strong? Come on. You're hearing truth. Bonafide truth. I told somebody today, I said, we got rid of the rabble rousers. Now maybe I can do some good. A bunch from down in Allentown, I'm glad that they haven't come back. They had to come back. I had to fight them, and I didn't want to fight them. I wanted to feed God's people. I only got two more services. And boy, people say, I can't feed them. I'm feeding you tonight. Bless God. This is, this is T-bone steak on a barbecue grill getting done just right. And when we get done, honey, we're going to put some mushrooms on it. Yeah, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 We're going to tenderize it, brother. Yes, sir. 
and they were going to bring out the big tater. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, be God, praise the Lord. I wish somebody raise your hand and act like you're saved here tonight. Oh, hallelujah. See, most of my critics never hear me preach like this. Because when they come in, they start fighting me, then I got to butt heads with them. You notice how quick I found out if I had any head butters tonight? See, right in the beginning, I started to see if I had any head butters. You want to butt heads with me? Bless God. That old bald head is shaved off, ready for work. I'm playing around with this rebellious church. Look at here. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. He's the one that changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings. He's the one that sets up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. God's the one that's running this thing. Hallelujah. Got the whole world in his hand. Put the star stars in the sky. Put the shine in the sun. Oh, God's the one. He got the whole world in his hand. Ronald Reagan, no, he didn't. Only about 38% of the people voted. He's God's man. He wasn't a man of God. He was God's man. Gorbachev is God's man. Fidel Castro is God's man. Pope Paul is God's man. Not men of God. God's men. God's using them. The devil is God's devil. God ain't the devil's God. That one slipped past you? The devil is God's devil. God ain't the devil's God. The devil ain't using God. God's using the devil. When he gets done, bless God, he's going to misuse them too. <laughs> Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. When he settles this thing down, he said, everybody's going to know I'm God. Right now, some folk are confused. They don't know who God is. And God said, when he gets done, they're going to know who God is. Going to know it. Every knee going to bow. Every tongue. Look at here. What does God do? He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. But brothers, it's a secret. It's a secret. Nobody knows. No. Hello, nobody. I didn't know y'all was nobodies. That's what you dumb folk do. You go around saying nobody knows. You know what you're doing? You're calling yourself a nobody. Well, you, you're dumb. Why would you want to call yourself a nobody? N nobody knows. Look over here, brother. I'm a nobody. You ever meet a nobody? Hi, Mr. Nobody. Meet another Mr. Nobody. That's right. Nobody knows. Have you ever said it? Have you ever said it? Look at the person next to you and say, hello, nobody. I didn't know we, we, as God's people, were supposed to be nobody. All right. I'll go on. Look at verse 27. Chapter 2 of Daniel. Daniel answered in the presence of the king. In the presence of the Antichrist. In the presence of the Antichrist, the world ruler of his day. 
Who's going to be the world ruler of our day? Who is going to finally rule the world in our day? The Antichrist. Come on. He's going to make everybody, small and great, bond and free, rich and poor, to receive his mark. The only ones that won't do will be the Daniels and the Shadrach and the Meshachs and the Bendigos. And he'll say, we'll kill you. We'll put you in a fiery furnace. We'll put you through the tribulation. We'll persecute you. And we'll say like, oh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, <laughs> we are not careful to answer you in this matter. For the God that we serve is able to deliver us. But if not, we still ain't going to bow, old boy. <laughs> Amen. Why, we'll put you in the midst of the fiery furnace. Wonderful, wonderful. They said, our God who we serve may not deliver us out of the fiery furnace, but he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Boy, what an experience. Don't you envy Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They got put into that fire, and all at once they, they were walking around, and pretty soon I heard Shadrach say, Meshach. Yeah, Shadrach? Where's Abednego? I, I'm over here, fellas. Hey, how you doing, Abednego? Hey, who, who's that other fella? What? It's the Lord. Hi, Lord. And they hooked arms with him, brother, and just started prancing through the fire. <laughs> and the old king looked in. Oh, 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 oh. Did I cast three in there? You sure did. He said, but I see a fourth one. And that fourth one is like unto the Son of God. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Aren't you glad you came tonight? Boy, are you getting a bundle of truth here tonight? That's right. Mm. right. You Bible read like mine? Yes, it does. Wonderful. You mean you black folks don't read different than us white folks? No. <laughs> they should tell me in the South years ago that black folk had no soul. <laughs> they sure were wrong, weren't they? Because you got your saved, didn't you, brother? Right. Yeah. <laughs> soul, brother. Soul, brother. Hey, man. <laughs> Woo! I wish somebody shout and act like you're saved around here tonight. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. Boy, my. Mm, this is the best broadcast you ever heard, brother. You ought, you ought to throw Jimmy Swaggart off and Rex Humbert and all them. going to put that one on all day tomorrow. That one there ought to preoccupy the whole day. Just run it over and over again. Lord, let everybody listen to it, too. Let my enemies... Huh? Mm. Look at this. Then answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king hath demanded can not the wise men, thy astrologers, the magicians, the sorcerers, show unto thee? What's the matter, king? You can't get the answer from your doctors, your hypnosis, your psychologists, your psychologists. Come on, you can't get the answer from your military generals. How come you can't solve the problems, old king? You all thought you were so smart. You mean to tell me you got all these Bible students and all these PhDs and, and engineers and, and, and DDs and, and all this stuff and they can't solve the problems? 
He said, let me tell you something, King. There is a God in heaven that revealeth secrets, and he'll make it known to the king. All right, Lord, God have mercy. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Look at verse 47. When he got all done, the king answered and said, Daniel, of a truth it is that your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets, seeing thou couldst reveal this secret. Now, how is God going to finally show who his people are? By revealing his secrets to them, and they're going to know it. And the rest of the world's going to know it. They're going to know that we know God. And to think some people, just look at the sermon I preached tonight. Just look at it. And to think that some people call me a false prophet. I have opened your understanding. You, 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 you'd have to be stupid not to know what I brought out here tonight. And had you excited about it. I just destroyed one of your greatest myths and got you to, ready to go through tribulation, anxious to get in that fire because you're going to hook up with Jesus. <laughs> Lord have mercy, man. And to think you want to sneak out of here <laughs> to go where? Boy, I can't hardly wait. But Brother Stare, what about the fires of tribulation? Why, when you pass through the fire, when you pass through it, not escape it, it will not consume you. But what about the floods of tribulation? Why, when you pass through the water, it won't overflow you. Why, why with your eyes, you shall behold and see. Did Abraham see the reward of the wicked? Stood up there on the mountainside and watched the judgment of God wipe out Sodom. Yes, oh, how Sodom had broke his heart. It had caused his nephew to go astray. It cost him his nephew's wife. How Abraham's heart must have wept and cried over Sodom. And boy, when God finally wiped it out, Abraham said, Thank God we're done with that mess. Glory be to God when he finally gets rid of the Demijohncrats and the rum publicans and the atheists and the infidels and the, and the agnostics. Hallelujah. Then righteousness is going to fill the earth as the waters fill the sea. And we're going to take over and we're going to rule and reign with him a thousand years. Oh, what a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. People call me a false prophet when I can make something so blessed and so truth. No Bible school here. Re revelation here. Now, now let's just go back to Matthew 24 again, okay? Matthew 24. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's read from the 37th verse. 
But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, or before God's wrath, that's where we are right now, before the wrath of God, they were eating. Right? Are they eating today? And drinking. Right? Marrying and giving in marriage. Just going right on down. You know that. Until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And they didn't even know what was going on. They knew not. They knew not. Until the flood came and took them, 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 and took them, and took them all away. Who did the flood take away? Noah or the people on the earth? So shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Now look at the next line now. Look at the next line. Look at, are you listening? Huh? Then shall two be in the field. The one should be taken, the other left. Two should be grinding at the mill. The one should be taken and the other left. Now, Jimmy Swaggart, PTL, Rex Humbert, Ernest Angeli, Assembly of God, Church of God, Pentecost the Holiness, Pilgrim Holiness, Holiness Christian, Nazarenes, all tell you that the one that's going to, and EC, all tell you that the one that's going to be taking is the wicked. And the one that's going to be left is the righteous. No, that ain't what they tell you, do they? They tell you the other way, don't they? They tell you the one that's going to be taken is you. That's what you thought. That's what you thought. You thought you were going to be taken, and the rest was going to be left to the wicked. That ain't what that says. That says they knew not until the flood came and took them all away. Who did it take away? The righteous or the wicked? Took the wicked away. Yeah. So shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Two shall be in the bed. The one shall be taken which one was taken in Noah's day? The wicked were taken away. Who's going to be taken when Jesus comes? The wicked. Who's going to be left? Who's going to be left? <laughs> the righteous. Are you getting it, brother? That's right. That's right. You got to have a good knuckle. When you go back to Glassboro, boy, they're going to shoot you down when you try to tell them, you know. I know. They're going to run you out of the church and beat you white. <laughs> Who was taken? Now, let me ask you a question. Was there a rapture in Noah's day? Absolutely. The ark is Christ. And Noah was lifted up off the earth in Christ. He was in the air in Christ. And while he was in the air, the wrath of God was destroying the wicked. Come on. The church is going to be raptured up to meet the Lord in the air. And Jude said, I saw the Lord coming. Because they met him in the air. With ten thousands of his saints. He's going to be revealed from heaven in flaming fire. To take vengeance upon them that know not God. And obey not the gospel. And since we have not been appointed unto wrath. He's going to rapture us up to meet him in the air. 
pour out his wrath upon the wicked people down here. Come on. And he said, come here, I'm going to let you see it. With thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. He said, didn't I tell you if they slapped you on one side, they turned your cheek? Did I say, if they told you they asked you to go a mile, go too? He said, I told you to let them step on you and do anything they want to do because vengeance is mine and I will repay, saith the Lord. So you take all their flack. But in that great getting up moaning, when the dead in Christ shall rise, I'll make the balance right. I'll square it out. Hallelujah. Praises be to our God. What a day we got just down the road. When our king comes, oh, riding upon the head, Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Brothers, dear, I don't have to worry. I could be asleep when Jesus comes. You better not be. Because he's coming for them that look for him. You ain't doing much looking when you're sleeping, you know. No. Oh, I wish I could make you understand this. We're going to know the day. I won't be here. The Lord made it very clear that I'll be killed a few months before he comes. But I'm going to tell my people before I get killed when he's going to come. I'll tell them the day, and I'll even tell them the hour. But I said, I don't believe you. Then don't stay around me. I'm going to tell my folk. I said, look, now I'm making my last trip now. I won't come back from this one. But on such and such a day, you, you, you make sure you're wide awake. And you're facing the eastern sky because that's where Christ is coming from, the eastern sky. As the lightning shineth from the east to the west, that's where he's coming from. He's going to light up the sky with a clap of thunder. He's going to raise the dead. And, 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 and you won't prevent me. I'll be right there. I, 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 I'll be right there. Said, hurry up, you slow pokes. <laughs> Paul said, you which are alive remain will not prevent them which are asleep. That's the reason why I'll be able to die so easy. That's one of the things I know that God is going to make it so close to me. You know, when he told me I was going to die, he told me my age. And I got a little upset about it at first, you know, because it's very young in comparison to what people live. And I, I said, why so young? He said, you don't believe what you preach? You're not going to get the 70 no how. So don't worry about retirement. You're not even going to get to 60, boy. I'm coming. Now, if you know how old I am, you know how many more years we got. <laughs> Secret. Not a day goes by that I don't think about the age that God told me. God told me what age. He didn't tell me what month. He didn't tell me uh, what day, but he told me how old I would be when I would die. And I can tell you it's not very far off. They're going to kill me. This Roman Catholic Church, this religious system is going to kill me. God has to have somebody who will seal this testimony with their blood. Everything God's ever established has been established by blood. He's going to have people who are going to establish this last day truth by their own blood. Be walking, but, but blood is a giver of life. 
People say I don't have any love. They tell me I don't have any love. They're always accusing me of not having any love. But greater love hath no man than this. I have preached the message in America that's going to get me killed. And they tell me I don't have no love. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm willing to stick my neck out and say things that hardly any preacher won't ever say that I know is going to get me killed. I know that. And people don't call that love. Because you see, they think love is, I love you, Brother Billy. Amen. Mm. That's mushy junk. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Even doctored up and call it agape. Agape. Try to say it gives it more spirituality when they can give it a, a, a Greek name, agape love. You know, in the Greek it's agape. Or agape or whatever they want to call it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus Christ is not coming until the Antichrist is revealed. Paul told us that. He's not coming tonight. Absolutely he's not coming tonight. Absolutely, positively, no question about it. He's not coming tonight. How do you like that? Isn't that he's not coming this year? How do you like that? He's not coming next year. How do you like that? So quit sitting around waiting for his coming and get on the whole armor of God and get ready to fight this last fight so we can win it in his name. Come on. You're listening to the Overcomer Ministry in Walterboro, South Carolina, where the coming of Jesus Christ is preached. 24 hours a day throughout the entire world. Our prayer request line is 843-701-5053. That's 843-701-5053. And our mailing address for your correspondence and offerings is Post Office Box 691, Walterboro, South Carolina, 29488. That's Post Office Box 691, Walterboro, South Carolina, 29488. To learn more, you can also visit our website at www.overcomerministry.org. Now, I attribute Brother Ray Pringle for this next revelation because I never knew this was there myself until I heard Brother Pringle preach it. And it, has, it shook his life up and it shook mine up too. Uh, Acts chapter 3, verse 19. 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 You folk can't turn very fast, can you? Come on, let's get to it. Quick. It's right there in the book. It comes after Acts chapter 2. <laughs> Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And then, I'm going to insert one word there, and then, or end. He shall send Jesus Christ. Where is Jesus Christ now? In heaven. Which was 
which before was preached unto you. That's the same one we're talking about, isn't it? Where is he? And he's going to stay in heaven. Listen to this. Whom the heavens must receive. In heaven, the heavens received him, and he was received up in the heavens. You know what the Bible says in Acts 1? And he was received up in the heavens. Is it not what it says in Acts 1 of the book? Of... Oh, look at that. 1 in 12. He got it all marked down there. 1 in 12. And he was received up in the heaven. Huh? Whom the heavens must receive. How long? Until the time of restoration of all things. Not some things, all things which God hath spoken or revealed by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. How did God declare the end? He did it in the beginning. And Christ is not coming back until the restoration of all things. All doctrines, all truth is restored. And since the coming of Christ is a set time, then God has to do a quick work. And so he is quickly tearing down the traditions, the false doctrines, and the false teaching. And out of it, he's gathering a remnant, hallelujah, who are going to accept the truth and the revelation of Jesus Christ. Come on. And they will not burn, and they will not bow, and they will not back up, hallelujah. And that is going to be the glorious church that will be without a spot or without a wrinkle. It's going to be the bride of Christ, the remnant of the church. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. Lord God, we used to sing years ago, Lord, I want to be in that number. When he calls for me, I will answer, hear him, my Lord. When he calls for me, don't want to be watching my television set. When he calls for me, don't want to be eating too much. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I like him. Isn't he a beautiful brother? He's a beautiful brother. I hope you come down and see me in South Carolina. I hope so, brother. I'll make a hop. I'll reinforce the bed. <laughs> Anything to have you. I even pay your way down, brother, just to have you come on down. Bless you. I love him. I love him. I really do. I love him. You, you believe I love you, brother? Yeah, I like you right there. I don't. I can preach it as hard as I want, and that old black fellow just sit there and say, Amen. Yeah. I can step on his toes, and he says, Oh, got to get thinner toes. Boy, haven't we learned something here tonight? Haven't we learned something here tonight? Haven't we learned something here tonight? And I didn't spend five minutes studying it. How you like that? People tell me I don't have revelation truth. My God, you can go to church 50 years, you won't hear a man preach a sermon like that. Jesus is coming. This is the last generation. No ifs, ands, buts, wherefores, whys, wherefores, this is it. And this generation is about over, and Jesus implied it will not even come to its end. He said this generation shall not pass or be complete until all things be fulfilled, until all things... Be fulfilled. Whom the heavens must receive until the restoration are all things fulfilled, spoken by the holy prophets. And Jesus said, the generation that sees Jerusalem become a nation. The generation that sees Jerusalem come past about with armies. The generation that witnesses these things come to pass. He said, that generation will not pass. Will not come to its end. Until all things be fulfilled. We're very close to the end of this generation. And you dummies want to sit around and make plans for tomorrow? Wake up, church! 
Wake up! Lay aside every way! Your family's one of them. My God, get rid of your families. Man wrote me today in a letter. He says, I we're supposed to take care of our own house. So I said, your household is the house of God. That's your household. A man provides not for his own. Who is your own? It's not your earthly family. He came to his own, and they wouldn't have him. So he created a new own. So as many as received him, to them gave you right to become part of his family. Come on! Got himself a new family. God, when you got born again, you got yourself a new family. You gave up your old mamas and your old papas and your own brothers and your old sisters and your old kinfolk, and you got new mamas and new papas and new brothers and new sisters. Come on, yes, you did. Hello, brother. Yes, sir, brother. You should tell me you're the gold black man wasn't my brother. What, he got the same father I got? Don't you know that's what makes the same, makes your brothers and you got the same father? Amen. Tell me you folk belong to a church with the wrong father. Any church teaching lies is run by the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. He's the father of lies. And all liars go to hell. And you going to stay in a church teaching you a lie and go to hell with them? The Bible said don't have no fellowship with them. Come out from a, out of her. Separate yourself. Have no part with them. I'm going to punish them for their plagues, for their lies. I'm going to punish them. And if you're in on it, you go down with them. Come out. Well, Brother Stad's in this church for 30 years. Yeah, and you'll go to hell with it for 30 years, too. My, my, my church is as good as the next one. You're sure right about that, but the next one ain't no good either. I, I don't think God expects me to do that. No, he don't expect you. He commands you to get out of it. Get out of it! Where would I go to church? Better you sit at home with two or three and read the Bible and mess with that junk. I tried to tell you this morning, that's why Jesus said we're two or three gather in my name because he knew it was going to come right down to that. He knew it was going to come right down to that in the end time that we'd have to gather just two or three somewhere under a tree or in a home and have true fellowship because you won't have it in a church. You go back to your church with this jewel I gave you tonight and they're going to crucify you, brother. You go back to them church, you come out and just, I gave you a precious pearl. A pearl I gave you tonight. You're going to cast that pearl before them swine and they're going to trample it underfoot. Nothing I preached tonight made you feel bad. Nothing I preached tonight damaged your spiritual life. It, it put new life inside of you. Come on. Come on. And you're going to let them go back to it. And you're going to let them trample it on your foot. You're going to let them rip it out of your soul. Ain't no way. I wouldn't. I, I, I'd find somebody who'd want to hear it like, see, that's the reason why God gave it to me tonight. I have some people here who wanted to hear it. I knew what he was doing. I sat over there. I didn't even know what. My Bible was even up here. It wasn't even down the trailer. I had to come up here and get it. Uh, y'all don't even know how to watch a man of God work. I'm sitting over here. I'm sitting right here just like this. And all at once I hear God speak to me and pile down or I go and come back with this million dollar message. My God. Ten seconds time and I'm back loaded to, loaded for bear, brother. Loaded for bear. 
Why, look, 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 Rick, look, look, look at Rick. He don't look like he's dying now, does he? I must have gave him a shot of insulin. <laughs> must have got his pancreas working. Sure. Jesus said, I have bread that you know not of. Food bless God. Hallelujah. When you eat it, it puts life inside of you. Whew. Boy, I'm feeling so good tonight. I'm feeling brand new. I, I feel better all over tonight than I do anyplace else. <laughs> Woo! Secret rapture. Who wants to go on a secret? I don't. No, sir, boy. I'm going to say, hey, Bill, five more minutes. No, I won't be here, Bill. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you and you tell him, Okay. I'm going to say, hey, Bill, tell these folk five more minutes. Count down. Five, four, three, two, blast off. <laughs> Woo! Lord God, everybody. Look, you, you, people, you look at the story of Daniel. Just one more thing, and I'll try to close before midnight. A little story of Daniel. They couldn't find nothing wrong with Daniel. He had an excellent spirit with him, the Bible said. There was nothing wrong. He was an asset to the people around him. But they got mad at him. And they said, if we're going to get Daniel in trouble, we're going to have to make it wrong for him to serve his God. That's exactly what they're getting ready to do in America. And you know what they did? The first thing they did was pass a law that he couldn't pray. Daniel had a strict habit of praying every morning, every noon, and every night. Now, he didn't bother nobody. Mm -hmm. He just didn't do it quietly. Mm -hmm. If he'd have been praying quietly like some of your churches do, you know, your church, some of your churches, they never disturb nobody. You, you don't even know they're there. They go in on Sunday morning, they sing the nice little quiet songs. Will there be any stars in my crown, in my crown? And the one down the street, their choir starts singing. No, not one. No, not one. Two nice choirs, huh? See, Daniel, he, 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 you know what Daniel could have done when he heard that law? He could have went into his chamber and said, now, Lord... I'll see you in 30 days. If I come here t t tomorrow, God, and I pray, they're going to put me in a den of lions. <laughs> and Lord, I I've been over there two or three times, and I, I looked at them lions. Boy, them things are tough. They just tear people apart. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.